Welcome to Talking Ship, the Venture Asheville podcast, where we talk about issues and topics in entrepreneurship. If you're looking for a podcast on submarines, that's our sister podcast titled This Ship Sinks. <laughs> Fun fact about submarines the song Yellow Submarine, a lot of people think, has a deeper meaning about drugs or war. It's often sung at protests and other rallies as a symbol of unity. But the Beatles insist there is no subtext to Yellow Submarine. It's just people are reading too much into it. They read into it too much that it inspired its own song on the White Album called Glass Onion. But hey, that's enough about the Beatles. You can hear more about them on our sister sister podcast, simply titled George is My Favorite. <laughs> Mine too. Anyway, who are we? Venture Asheville is the high growth entrepreneurship initiative of the Economic Development Coalition for Asheville, Buncombe County. Hey, Jay Walker, I'm going to introduce you in a moment. What do you think about this? Drinking game. You listen to the podcast, and every time you hear the word entrepreneurship, you have to drink. I mean, it sounds like you'd be pretty drunk by the end of it. Solid I'd hope so, game. because at Venture Asheville, we build entrepreneurs and get startups funded. Wow. Who am I? I'm Jeffrey Kaplan, the ship's captain, Captain Kaplan, director of Venture Asheville, and lover of, you ready? There's a concept in bowling, when you hit a strike three times in a row, it's called a turkey. Mm. And I love that. Gobble, gobble. With me as always, <laughs> who does sound effects, social media management, newsletters, and more, podcasting, produce, production as well, uh, the wonderful, smart, talented, considerate, and creative Juliana Walker, our master of interactive media, Jay Walker, who from now on will be called Jay Moonwalker. Oh, ho, ho. what's good? Um, Not much, just moonwalking around the office today. Moonwalked over to Pollen, got myself a Iced oat milk latte Did you on this hike down that hill to day. Poland, all hmm? the way down. Yeah, I moonwalked the, down the whole hill. You moonwalked all the way down. If you had a <laughs> bike, you could have got there faster. We'll talk about that in a moment. And you would have had a yeah. way to carry back that oat milk frozen latte. Is that a frappuccino? No, just a latte. Okay. Well, hey, can we can we dive in briefly? Why are we changing your name to Jay Moonwalker? Juliana Walker likes to do a little moonwalking to celebrate. When she hits a strike or a spare at bowling, and I kicked your turkey <laughs> the other day playing uh, bowling, and I did a lot of moonwalking that day. So this is the most convoluted way to explain anything. <laughs> Here's what I would have said: so I moonwalk when play. I'm happy. <laughs> it's, it's role, let's role play this. Say, Jeff, why you call me Jay Moonwalker now? Hey, Jeff, why do we call you Jay Moonwalker now? No, why are you calling me Jay? Why Listen. Why are we calling you Jay Moonwalker now? I feel so terrible for our guest who's sitting suffering I, watching. He us has to suffer get through this, this banter. But our listeners, I'm sure they're loving it. Well, we you call you Jay. Mo oh, go ahead, Greg. I was say you you warned me ahead of time, so yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get to you. <laughs> yeah. So we call uh, Jay Walker Jay Moonwalker now because um, we had it was Employee Appreciation Week last week, and mm -hmm. our our ultimate celebration as a team here at the EDC in the Chamber of Venture Asheville, was bowling at Sky Lanes. And Miss Jay Walker smashed a strike and proceeded to moonwalk from the, <laughs> the tip of the lane all the way back to our seats. And um, we, we had no idea she was so good at moonwalking. So now she is the Jay Moonwalker. You see, Jay Moonwalker, that's I, how you tell a story. I really appreciated the way you put that. Thank you. I will learn my lesson. I will mm -hmm. practice this speech uh, in the mirror from, from now on to explain these. All right. 
But anyway. <laughs> but other than that, what's good with you? What's going on? Um, not much. I'm just uh just get getting my work done, doing life, moonwalking. And uh maybe one of these days I'll start bike packing. I just I feel like I gotta send you some improv training. When someone yeah, asks you probably. what's going on. Can you believe you know, I was a theater kid? I cannot know. <laughs> Actually, legitimately no, I cannot because I asked I you what's going on in a live interview setting and you said, not much. Not much. What am I supposed to do with that? Deer in I, headlights. I, like you didn't know I was going to ask you a question. <laughs> like we do this I thought it was week. over. I thought the conversation was over. <laughs> we can cut some of this. Anyway, bikepacking. Our guest today is Dr. Gregory Hardy, PhD in material science and pioneer in bikepacking. That's like backpacking where you go on long treks and camp overnight where everything you bring in, you carry with you and carry it out. But instead of on your feet and touching that dirty ground, you do it on a bike, backpacking on a bike, bikepacking. It's pretty neat. Uh, same idea, but you can go much further distances, longer trails, different trails, a whole different you know perspective to seeing the great outdoors. Greg's company is called Rock Geist. They are a two-time Venture 15 winner and also the first ever outdoor gear company to break into the Venture 15. So for that, we're really excited. We're going to cover that a little bit today. But first, let's introduce our our, our, our special guest, Dr. Greg. Uh, great to have you here. Say hello to our listeners in Asheville and in Ireland. Hello, and uh, thanks for having me. Do you ship to Ireland? <laughs> so we do ship to Ireland direct. I pay customs on the website so you don't have to pick up at your local post office. Um, and yeah, expect about two or three weeks. Fantastic. So <laughs> if you haven't, if you haven't listened to our last episode, um, Jay Moonwalker recently shared that we are the 107th most popular podcast in entrepreneurship in Ireland. It's a very big deal. So to all of our Irish friends, good day. Um, <laughs> Greg, tell us, what is Rock Geist? What's the business? How'd you start it? What's the value proposition? What do you make? Yeah, so we specialize in manufacturing custom bikepacking gear and waterproof bikepacking gear. Um, so that's, you know, as you explained so well, that is essentially the gear you put on the bike to carry all your stuff while you camp and ride single track, gravel, uh, pavement, really whatever your flavor is. How long have you guys been in business? We are in our sixth year in Asheville, and I did about three years uh, as a part-time job out of my apartment before mm-hmm. moving. And so the idea is custom bike packing gear. I order a type of gear uh, that would fit my frame or, or anywhere on the frame. And how does it work? I send a picture of my bike to you, and you guys cut the custom fabrics. Is that right? That's right, yeah. So we call that process photo fit, and you email a photo of your bike, um, set up with a ruler and shot in a strategic way that we guide and direct you. Uh, and from that photo, we can manufacture all the gear, uh, including um, the interior triangle frame bag, uh, which is one of our more popular products that we sell. Mm-hmm. And what can you tell us about bike packing as an industry itself? Like, has it grown? Is it getting more popular? For a lot of people who've never heard of bike packing, not just what is it, but like, who does it? Yeah, so it's it's kind of like a newer sport. Uh, certainly, uh, bike touring has been around forever. Mm-hmm. You know, the idea of just traveling on your bike. Um, bike packing, uh, about you know, maybe 10, 12 years ago, uh, really stressed the lightweight travel and getting off-road and onto single track and dirt. 
And so that's kind of like the new age of bikepacking. And uh, what came with that was the advent of lightweight gear where you're not carrying heavy racks and panniers, mm-hmm. but rather soft good bags that are leveraging structural points from your frame to maintain stability and, of course, provide volume for gear. You can see why a PhD in material science might <laughs> might be helpful in a venture like this. Uh, um, yeah. It's definitely not required, but uh, yeah. <laughs> That's a competitive advantage. That's the high barrier to entry. It, it, it uh, is. And, uh, you know, yeah. we we try to communicate a lot of the technical elements of our fabrics on the website. Mm-hmm. Um, so that definitely is one thing that does set us aside um, and apart from our competitors. Yeah, certainly. Um, and as far as, like, bikepacking infrastructure, I mean, I know, like, in North Carolina, right, on foot, of course, you have the Appalachian Trail. You have or Appalachian? Appalachian, Appalachian. What I say? Jay Walker, you're from Spruce Pine. Which one is it? It is Appalachian. Appalachian. I am from here. I I know. Okay, Appalachian. The AT, and we've got the Mountain to Sea Trail. Um, you've got the Art Loeb Trail. You've got all kinds of amazing things to do on feet. Um, yeah. Is there a similar infrastructure? Like if I wanted to bike across North Carolina, or if I wanted to bike across the East Coast, but not get on I-95 or US-1, can I do that on a bike? Yes, you can. Yeah. It's... Uh, it's not as a, uh, I guess, well known, but there are good resources to uh, link routes up. Um, and the best resource, I have to give a shout out to bikepacking.com. Um, they are headquartered in Brevard and they have routes all over the world. And so cool. you can just, you know, type in uh, bikepacking.com and up on their, their search page and you can find a route that's been published. So you have a GPX file you can use when you're actually out. Mm-hmm. In the- uh, and then, of course, they give you some tidbits of where to camp, where to eat, where to refuel, et cetera. Speaking yes. of refueling, how do you feel about electric bikes? Are they welcome in your community? Um, they are, um, though you have to ride them in certain areas. Like, So there's no e-bikes allowed in Pisgah. It's our national forest right out the front door here. Uh, but you know, gravel routes, uh, e-bikes are allowed. And we're getting more and more requests to outfit these bikes. Um, we have to work around their batteries. Mm-hmm. Uh, which is kind of lends itself to custom work rather than off the stock or off the shelf stock mm-hmm. here. Uh, but yeah, that's interesting proposition because charging is always an issue for bike packers um, and how, and let alone your phone and flashlight, mm-hmm. let alone the bike. So uh, I'm curious to see where this is going to go in five years. Yeah. Very cool. Me too. Uh, my dad has gotten into electric bikes in a big way. Nice. He lives in South Florida so he'll do the the levee across from the Everglades or on in the Everglades. Yeah. Guy goes like 100 miles looking at alligators, birds, sawgrass, turns around, goes right back. He loves it on his electric bike. It's amazing. Um, he goes like 30 miles an hour. It's cruising. That's wild. Yeah. it's It definitely brings access to another mm-hmm. population. Didn't have it before. Um, I want to ask about the outdoor gear industry. You were the first ever outdoor gear company to break into the Venture 15. Um, that was two years ago. And then the following year, we had three companies. It was you, the Asheville Adventure Company, and um, the Runner Box slash the Rider Box, a subscription box for runners and riders, cyclists and, and runners, elite athletes. Um, all three of you have biking as a major component, actually, of, of your service offerings. Um, but I wonder, you know, that's a big increase, one to three, and I think that's going to keep growing. What is it that you, do you think there's anything out in the water? What's happening here 
that's um, having more outdoor gear companies align with the startup world lately? Yeah, I mean, I, I had to make that decision when I moved to Asheville, like we're going to go full time. Um, you know, I couldn't move anywhere. Um, nothing was holding me to North Carolina. Um, but what I really loved about Asheville was that the infrastructure for startups, especially in the bike world, uh, is was tremendous and uh, in the manufacturing space. So mm-hmm. we textiles and sewing. Um, there were a lot of companies that do that work um, at a much higher level and like larger level than I was as a single person moving out of my apartment. And so having that infrastructure, like the outdoor gear builders, was a huge struggle mm-hmm. to um, learn from them and then eventually contribute to their network of growing companies. That's really interesting, right? So someone might see an area with a history of textiles and cut and sew operations and think, that's too competitive. I can't make it there. Whereas you saw that's the opposite is that's where I'll find talent. That's where I'll find partners. That's where I'll find resources. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, the, the, the people here are um, second to none, really. Mm-hmm. Um, the success that we've had wasn't because of anything that um, I brought individually, but you know, it was a team of eight people that came together and uh, we all work really well. And the, the talent that Asheville has for, for sewing and the passion and love for bikes is mm-hmm. very unique in my opinion. That's cool. So you've been involved in outdoor gear builders. You and I met, I think for the first time, maybe second time through the waypoint accelerator yeah. where I do the pitch training for that program. It's a wonderful program on its third or fourth cohort. Um, any chance you'll be at the outdoor economy conference in April? Uh, potentially, yeah. Um, I was. I think the first time you had it, you know, it got derailed from the uh, from COVID and the pandemic. Um, mm-hmm. Did catch that uh, through the online sessions, and that was great. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I hope to be back um, for th- for this coming year. I'll be there uh, opening night, opening session. There's going to be a pitch competition from last cohorts um, finalists uh, from Waypoint, and I'll be your MC. So if you want to have a good time yeah. and see some outdoor gear companies pitch, come to the Outdoor Economy Conference in Cherokee, North Carolina at Harrah's Casino and Resort. Resort and Casino? Har- I just know it's Harrah's. Harrah's in Cherokee. See you there. Um, Greg, what's next for Rockgeist? Are you going for a three-peat? Are you going to be in the Venture 15 again this year? I hope so. I hope All so. right. That's what I want to hear. Yeah. Now we're, we're looking to expand. I think we've... Mm-hmm a lot of technical challenges with our products and you know we finally have them at a place where we want to try to scale them and and bring more waterproof uh, bags uh, from the cottage industry we're the only company that manufactures waterproof gear in north america Mm -hmm. for bike packing and so we want to scale that element of our business and uh, looking for more space so i want to put it out there in the world if if you uh how much do you need uh, somewhere in the world of 5,000 to 10,000 square feet. I got you. I'll, we'll connect offline. I got a space for you. All right. Is that, you yeah. want it in Asheville, right? You're not going out of town? Correct. We want to stay we'll in hook town. you up. I got you. I got you. Okay. Consider it done. <laughs> Thank you, Jeff. Yeah, I mean, you're going to have to pay. It's not free. <laughs> you know that. It's it's space. Okay. Oh, um, no, joking aside, I w- would love to find a space for you around other entrepreneurs doing cool stuff. I think I got some cooking to share with you. Very good. Well, we appreciate that. And that's like the, the support we've gotten from everybody. Um, 
so any, you know, we, we're all dealing with these problems of, of scaling and growing. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've, you know, I've never, t- I've never, I ran a small business that's growing this fast before. And so yeah, tremendous amount of help from the community, which is, uh, we're so grateful and thankful for. How many employees are you up to? We're at, we're at eight right now, and I'm writing a job description um, for two more at the moment that we're hoping at tomorrow. Like, come on, you started this part time as like a hobby gig, yeah, making a few bucks. That's full time. You're about to be at ten employees. Yeah, yeah, awesome. That's a huge achievement. You're very proud of your work. I appreciate that. Yeah, but like, yeah, it's it's a the, the collective success of, of all of us and um, and the community here in Asheville. Fantastic, man. Um, I like to give our last questions to Jay Moonwalker. <laughs> what do you got for Dr. Greg? Yeah, I didn't have any last time we did that. That was very embarrassing. And it was very embarrassing. The guest was offended. I, I hope not. But um, yeah, I've, I've come prepared today for you, Gregory. Um, so with such a tight knit biking community and passionate biking community, and then as we've mentioned, all of these incredible outdoor companies that have been popping up over the last few years, have you been partnering partnering with them or collaborating with any of these um, people who are in this outdoor recreation community? Oh, absolutely. Um, you know, anything from a quick email on like what machine to get, um, mm-hmm. do a full collaboration, um, for example, with Industry 9, who manufacture cool. some of the world's best bike yep. and hubs. Uh, they manufacture some of our aluminum um, brackets for our um, bar jam front harness. And so that so cool. um, was recently won um, gear of the year award through bikepacking.com. And that could only have come to fruition because they have this extensive resources of machining and aluminum and understanding how to really create a product that is uh, a medium that's not our expertise, which is aluminum. Uh, and so that, Right there is a it's just a classic example. They're eight miles up the road, um, and we can get FaceTime pretty pretty easily with them. That's great. When you also, go eight miles up the road, do you ride a bike there or do you take a car? Yeah, <laughs> by bike or car, depending yeah. on. Do <laughs> <laughs> you have more thing. questions? You're not. There's no excuse to ever use a car in your position. Apparently, I imagine if he's getting aluminum brackets by like the container load. <laughs> He's got to well, he can, he can put them in his rock guys <laughs> bike. Pack. I don't know if the bags are that big. You may want like a flatbed. <laughs> it just takes several trips back and you forth. You went to U-Haul <laughs> and attach Wait, it to the ooh, bike. Good question, Greg. How many bikes do you own? Oh, I don't know if I if I want to know that know that answer. Um, I would say at least six. Yeah, <laughs> six wow. and a half, but. Uh, I don't know. I just I just built a shed in my backyard, so I can get a few more now. Awesome. <laughs> Moonwalker, more questions? What do you got? I just uh, I'm interested because you work with by photo. You said for these custom orders. Have you ever gotten any weird photos? Oh my god. Um, <laughs> we, we've seen customers like you know in very skimpy pajamas um, holding up bikes. Um, uh, pets. That, that was mine, by the way. That was, that was Jeff. when I sent in. Uh, th- that's the first one that comes to mind. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it's, it, it's, you know, we always, we do, we do tell the customers these are confidential photos. And so mm-hmm. we are getting a quick peek into their home when they take these, these photos. Um, and they, they stay on my computer and that's it. So a safe folder. 
how many photos come with a pet, a dog or a cat in them? Oh, I would say one out of four or something. Yeah. Yeah. Wonderful. I think dogs especially need the help in some capacity for this process. <laughs> Uh, well, Greg, thank you so, so much for making some time with us today. We know how busy you are running this fast-growing, amazing company. Um, for the folks at home who aren't reading the, the description, what's your URL? How do you order a bike pack? Uh, again, the name of the company, and then we'll let you go. Right on. Yeah, so you can find us, rockgeist.com. That's R-O-C-K-G-E-I-S-T. Um, that's the best way to get in touch with us and do business. And um, you can email um, email this all from that website. Fantastic. Uh, Dr. Greg, thank you. We hope to see you soon. You and I are going to talk about some future space. Uh, Moonwalker, you can play that music and get us out of here? Yep, I'm playing it. All right. We'll see you all in the next episode of Talking Ship.